This episode of The Minimalists is brought to you by nobody, because advertisements suck. Enjoy the show. Every little thing you think that you need, every little thing you think that you need, every little thing that's just feeding your greed, oh I bet that you'd be fine without it. Hey everyone, this is Joshua Fields Milburn, one half of The Minimalists, and I'd like to officially welcome you to our podcast, The Minimalist Podcast. This is episode 000. This is the introduction episode. We want to give you a little teaser about what to expect from this podcast and how you can be involved as well. So I'll, I'll give you a little background on, on The Minimalists if you don't know a lot about me or my writing partner, Ryan Nicodemus. And also, I'm going to give you a little bit about the format of, of this podcast as well. So let's start with The Minimalists. Who the hell are The Minimalists? Well, me, I'm Joshua Fields Milburn, and, and then, of course, Ryan Nicodemus, the swarthier half of the duo. We, uh, we started a, a website a few years ago called TheMinimalists.com, and everything that has ensued in the Subsequent five years, we, we didn't necessarily expect. But even before that, it started with a few things in our lives. Ryan and I were both living in, in Dayton, Ohio, and we were sort of living the American dream. We had everything we ever wanted. The six-figure salaries, the luxury cars, the big houses with more bedrooms than people, and all the stuff to fill every corner of our consumer-driven lifestyle we were really living uh, the American dream. I mean, two events happened in my life. This was late 2009. My mother died and my marriage ended, uh, both in the same month. And these two events forced me to look around and start to question what had become my life's focus. And I realized that I was so focused on so-called success and achievement and especially on the accumulation of stuff. I mean, yeah, I was living the American dream, but it wasn't my dream. And it took getting everything I ever wanted to realize that everything I ever wanted wasn't actually what I wanted at all. And so I decided to simplify. I stumbled across this thing called minimalism. And I found this whole community of people from single women who were traveling the world and everything they owned fit in their backpack on their back to minimalist families with six kids who lived in the city or the suburbs or everything in between. And what I realized is that there were all these different flavors of minimalism. There were all these different minimalists who had different recipes that fit their lifestyle. And what I realized is that there was likely a recipe for me as well, but I didn't see it in any of these particular examples. So what I started doing was tweezing out ingredients from each person's recipe and sort of created my own flavor of minimalism. And over the course of about eight months, this was 2009 and 2010, I got rid of about 90% of my possessions. I started slowly at first. I started with the question, how might my life be better with less stuff? And by asking that question, I was able to understand the benefits of minimalism. 
I started decluttering. I started getting stuff out of the way. And as I did, I started feeling freer and happier and lighter. And it's interesting. The people at work started noticing some of those benefits, too. They started saying things like, wow, you seem so much less stressed. You seem so much calmer. What is going on with you? You seem so much nicer. And then my best friend, a guy named Ryan Nicodemus, whom I've known since we were fat little fifth graders, he came to me one day and he realized I was no longer depressed. And I explained to him this thing called minimalism. You see, I spent those eight months simplifying my life, getting rid of the clutter. But if you were to come to my home today, I don't think you'd walk in and say, oh my God, this guy is a minimalist. No, you'd probably just walk in and say, wow, he's, uh, he's pretty tidy. And you'd ask how I keep things so organized, and I'd, I'd just smile and tell you that I don't own much stuff, but everything I do own has real value. As a minimalist, every possession, whether it's my car or my clothes or my furniture or my kitchenware, it all has a function. As a minimalist, every possession serves a purpose or brings me joy, and everything else is out of the way. And so when Ryan came to me and I showed him this thing called minimalism, I said, you know what, I think you might be able to benefit from it too because, man, you've got a lot of stuff and you're just as miserable as I was. He noticed that I was happy. And so he started letting go too, and and he did something crazy called a, a packing party, And I'll let you uh, listen to his TEDx talk, actually. I would encourage you to take a look at that, theminimalists.com slash TEDx. And actually, I'll have Sean uh, play a snippet of the TEDx talk for y'all right now. I want to share a story with you about how I became rich. Imagine your life a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. What's it going to look like? Imagine a life with less. Less stuff. Less clutter. Less stress and debt and discontent. A life with fewer distractions. You're joking right now, right? Dude, we're trying to give a talk. Dude. Sorry about that. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> imagine a life with more. More time, more meaningful relationships, more growth and contribution. A life of passion unencumbered by the trappings of the chaotic world around you. Well, what you're imagining is an intentional life. It's not a perfect life. It's not even an easy life. But a simple one. All right, so as Ryan continued to let go of his stuff and he experienced some of the benefits of minimalism, he realized that he was going to be able to take back control of his time and his finances and his relationships and his health and all of these things that he and I had both forsook for so long. And then a few months after we had both simplified our lives, uh, Ryan came to me and said, hey, you know, I think other people might find value in in this story, in our story. And so we did what any two 30-year-old guys would do. We started a blog. And we called it theminimalists.com. And that was five years ago. And since then, we've 
been really fortunate. A lot of people have found value in, in our words. And when you find value in something, you tend to, to share it. Adding value is a basic human instinct. And I don't know about you, but, but if you're anything like me, you tend to share the things you find value in. You'll send it in an email or a tweet or a Facebook post or whatever to the people you care about because you want them to find value in it too. And so over time, our, our audience grew from 52 people the first week to 400, then 4,000. Over time, people kept sharing, and now we have more than 4 million regular readers at, at The Minimalists. And so that's our story. That's what gets us here today is we've, we've published uh, a few books, um, a book called Everything That Remains. That's our, our most popular one. It's a memoir from Ryan and, and myself, and also an essay collection called Essential. And our very first book was a, a book called Minimalism, Live a Meaningful Life, in which we highlight the five most important areas of life once you get the clutter out of the way. And so you can check any of those out at our website or, of course, at your local library. If they don't have it, you can ask for it, and most libraries can actually order the book if you want to go that route. If you do decide to pick up a copy of one of our books, obviously minimize it afterward. But the blog and the books are just a couple different vehicles we've used to communicate with people. And we've realized that this message is bigger than just writing. Ryan and I both really enjoy writing, and it's our primary means of communicating with our audience, but we also enjoy a lot of other platforms. So we have a documentary coming out in May of 2016 called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. You can see the trailer for that over at minimalismfilm.com. And now we have uh, social media. That audience is growing, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, however you want to communicate. These are all vehicles that we can use to reach different people as long as we feel like it adds value to their lives. And now we have this podcast, and this is another way for us to reach people and attempt to add value to their lives. And so here's how we plan to add value to your life with this podcast. The podcast itself is going to be split into several different segments. That's going to be the format. Obviously, Ryan is going to join me for the whole thing. We're going to start each podcast with a a minimal monologue. It could be a rant or maybe a a news update or an update with the minimalists or a a reading from one of our essays, etc. Anything that's really on our mind that we want to communicate, we'll start each podcast with that. And then we're going to go into the meat of the podcast, and that is our question and answer segment. You're going to have the opportunity to call and leave us a voicemail on our voicemail box. And if you're interested in asking us a question that you'd like Ryan and myself to really expand upon, this is going to be the best way to do that. The phone number for our voicemail is 406-219-7839. If you call and leave a voicemail, We'll pick some of our favorites, some of the really good questions, and and we will share those on our future podcasts. After that, we're going to do a lightning round question and answer with our social media folks. So if you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, or if you'd like to just write us a, a letter, if you're not on any of those social platforms, you can do that as well. If you follow us just at The Minimalists at any of those platforms, or if you want to write us a, a postcard or a letter, we always love getting those, and we get dozens of those all the time. You can send that to theminimalists.com slash contact, and you'll find all of our mailing information at, uh, at that webpage. 
And after we answer all of your questions, we're going to take some comments. So if you have comments for The Minimalists that you would like for us to play on our podcast, you can call our voicemail box again at 406-219-7839, and we will air some of our favorite comments toward the end of each episode. And at the very end, we will share some recommendations for you, some value-added recommendations. And what I mean by that is... Something that we're each finding value in this week. So Ryan might be reading a book that he really enjoys, and he'll share that with you. Or I might be listening to a new album that I'm really loving, or uh, a new podcast that I'm listening to, or a new blog that I found that I'm getting a lot of value in. So we're going to take the things that add value to our lives and try to share those to enrich your life as well. Because... Adding value is a basic human instinct, and that's why we're doing this podcast. That's why we do everything that we do at this point and attempt to contribute beyond ourselves in a meaningful way. So that's how the, the format of this podcast is going to roll. And as always, all of our episodes will be sponsored by nobody at all because advertisements suck. And so we're not going to bombard you with advertisements. If you do want to support The Minimalists, you can do so. It's very easy. Just go to theminimalists.com slash donate if you can afford it. If not, we'll continue to make these free and advertisement-free. We appreciate your listenership. We appreciate you being there for us. And we're grateful to be able to contribute to your lives in some small way. If I could leave you in this podcast with just one message, I hope it's this. Love people and use things, because the opposite never works. Thanks for listening. All right, folks, that's it for today's episode. Where's my script? This podcast was produced by Sean Harding. Our theme music was written and performed by Peter Doran. For more of Peter's music, visit theminimalists.com slash peter. If you have questions for Ryan or myself, give us a call at 406-219-7839 or posit your question on social media. Just use the hashtag AskTheMinimalists. We'll see you next time. Every little thing you think that you need Every little thing you think that you need Every little thing that's just feeding your greed Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it Every little thing that you gotta have Every little thing that you gotta have You gotta reach for and you gotta grab Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it so tear your eyes away, or tear.